0: Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. It feels like we don't talk anymore. My daughter hates me. I don't know what happened. One day, we were great, and the next day, my kid turned into a teenager and started ignoring me. If you can resonate with any of those comments, then you are not alone. These are the common things that I hear my clients say. Parents all over have their hearts broken because they feel the closeness that they once had with their child get further and further away. Well, today we're going to talk about how to reconnect with your son or daughter to build a stronger bond. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and I help parents of school-age children turn their chaos into connection with their adolescent. I'm a mom of four kids, a teacher that has taught every grade from preschool through high school, and today I'm going to help moms and dads like yourself to navigate the exhausting, confusing, frustrating, but rewarding world of parenting. So welcome to The Impactful Parent. Are you looking to rebuild and strengthen that bond with your child? Whether you've drifted apart over time or have faced challenges in your relationship, taking steps to reconnect is going to be crucial. In this episode, we're going to explore five effective strategies for rebuilding a stronger bond with your child. Let's get started. thing that you want to do is examine your communication. Now there's different ways to examine your communication, but you need to figure out where your communication breakdown is. To do this, I suggest that you're going to write down your communication with your son or daughter for one full day. Even better if you can do this longer, but don't write how they respond. You're writing, how do I communicate with my child? So only the things that you are saying it might look something like: at 8 a.m. I said good morning. At 8:15, I asked if they can uh, take out the trash. At 8:17, after that, I asked if they finished their homework last night. At 8:30, my child asked me if they could go to a friend's house after school, and I said no. See, I'm concentrating on the things that I said, because many times we discover how often we're actually nagging our kids or saying no to requests or only communicating with them in a transactional way. Those are the three most common things that I see parents finding that they're doing. If this is your case too, I want to give you some tips on how to change that unwanted communication into a form of communication that your child might be more receptive into hearing. So for example, if you're nagging too much, perhaps you're saying a lot of language like, did you clean your room? Did you do your homework? Can you put away your jacket? Then try using other forms of communication to get those reminders and messages across. Perhaps you can use sticky notes, sticky notes on a bathroom mirror, maybe sticky note on a steering wheel of a car if your child is driving. Try communicating with your child in a way that they understand, like text messages instead. Or you can even have a relative call your child to say hello and then they can relay your message over for you. You might have to be creative on how to change your communication. Now, if you find that you're always saying no to your child's requests, what I'm going to suggest that you do to change that up a little bit is to couple your no with a yes. What I mean by this is for every no that you give your child, give them a yes answer also. So it's going to look a little bit like, I'm sorry that you can't go hang out with your friends today after school because we already have some plans, but let's ask them if they want to do something tomorrow after school instead. See, I had to say no to my child for today, but I can say yes for tomorrow, so I'm going to suggest that they do that. Whenever possible, couple your no with a yes. And if you find that Most of your communication is just simply transactional. And this happens all the time for several reasons. But the most common I see is because the parent doesn't want to rock the boat or start an argument, so they keep things transactional, so not to stir up any emotions in their teenager. No matter what the reason, though, for being transactional, make it a point to give your child a compliment on their character not their appearance, for each transactional comment that you make. So the shift is going to look something like, we're eating dinner at 5 p.m. I'm making spaghetti. That's transactional. And I noticed that you've been on your phone with your friends a lot lately. They're so lucky to have a loyal friend that's dedicated like you are. Complimenting on the character. So you want to couple those two together. So now you're adding something more in your communication other than just transactional stuff. Give your child a compliment. Character compliments are the best. So things like uh, character traits from inside, being a hard worker, being tenacious, never giving up. Um, You can look up a whole bunch of things on Google if you need to, but find something that fits your child and then compliment them. Lastly, how you talk to your child also matters. So many parents get into the habit of talking down to their kids without even realizing that they're doing it. Parents are quick to yell at their kids when they don't comply. So be aware how you talk to your child. This is also so extremely important. Every time you see your son or daughter, try and frame your speech like you were talking to a colleague at work. You don't automatically criticize or yell at your colleagues at work when they mess up or do something that might annoy you. And you're not constantly probably nagging them either. So you need to give your child the same type of patience. How you communicate with your child really matters a lot. And that's why I encourage parents to really focus on this communication thing first. This isn't as easy as it seems. You will need to take intentional efforts to change how you talk to your child. But I promise you that this is an effort worth taking and a strong first step to rebuilding a bond. Now, number two for creating and rebuilding a bond with your child is to create a safe space for open and honest communication. You see, by expressing empathy and understanding, you can bridge any gap that may exist between you. But many parents turn honest conversations into a lecture. Yeah, a lecture. Most parents see their child telling them about their troubles or stories about that horrible girl in class or frustrations about their academics, into an opportunity to teach their child how to manage the situation. No, you don't want to do that. Do not give any advice to your child unless they ask. Kids need to vent and they want their parents just to listen. Period. So do that. Just listen. Focus on just listening without responding, without trying to give any advice unless they specifically ask for for it. First, before you start jumping in with suggestions, this is going to be a big step toward rebuilding that bond. Sit back and listen away. The third thing you can do to rebuild a bond is spend quality time time together. This can involve engaging in activities that both of you enjoy, such as going for walks or cooking or maybe a movie night. But carving out dedicated time for one another can create lasting memories and build a stronger connection. The two mistakes that most parents make when trying to create this quality time together is one, they do what they want to do and not what the child wants to do. I see this mistake happen all the time. You must find an activity that your child is on board with and not something that you think they're on board with. Make sure that this activity that your child is going to embark in is actually, they're actually excited about it. They want to do this activity with you. And at the very least, they're willing to do it with you. And you ask them beforehand. And the second mistake that I see most parents make when trying to create quality time is they invite other people to join in. Quality time does not have to be long, but it does have to be one-on-one with no one else around. That is what quality time is. It's your attention to your child, 100% of your attention to that one kid. And so that means no spouses, no friends, and no siblings allowed during the quality time that you pick together. Suggestion number four for rebuilding your bond with your child is cultivate trust and respect within your relationship. Now trust is the foundation of any healthy relationship and it requires consistent effort to maintain. But being dependable, honest, and respectful can lay the groundwork for a stronger bond with your son or daughter. But how do you do this? Well, you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. You have to show up for your child whenever they need you. You aren't late to their games or picking them up. You don't talk about them in front of other people and you follow through with your word. Those are the kind of things that are going to build trust over time. So those are the things that you need to focus on. And lastly, you need to work on unresolved conflicts to help rebuild that bond. Now, past conflicts or unresolved issues can create lingering resentment or tension in your relationship. And it's important to address and resolve these conflicts to move forward and rebuild the trust. To do this, I have a whole other episode that you absolutely need to check out. It's episode 208 of The Impactful Parent and it's called How to Mend a Relationship. In there, I will take you step-by-step of everything that you need to say in order to resolve that conflict and hopefully put it behind both of you. Remember that creating bonds, cultivating trust, and building your relationship will not happen overnight. You have to be consistent, and you must be patient with this process. I highly recommend creating a journal where you can write down all the small wins of your day. Without this kind of journal, it's going to be very easy to feel defeated and frustrated with the process. Our brains can't add up all those small improvements very well. So instead, we are conditioned to look at those negative things that happens. We don't want to do that anymore. So keep a little pad of paper by your bed and write down the winds of the day as much as possible. Then when you're feeling frustrated, you have a concrete and visible affirmation that shows you that you're building your relationship little by little. And don't be surprised if you start implementing these five tips with your child and there isn't any change in their attitude or behavior for a while. See, it will take your child to see you doing these constant efforts and being vigilant in these attempts to change yourself and the culture of your relationship for at least a couple of weeks to even a month before your child is going to start to believe in your dedication and then start to change themselves. This is even more reason why a journal is important and why you need to keep track of how long you've been trying because one week will feel like a month if you're really putting a lot of effort in. So keep track of how long you're steadfast and giving it all you got to do these five things, which again are... Analyze your communication. So make sure that your communication with your child is not just transactional. Make sure that you're giving compliments. Make sure you're not nagging and finding other ways to remind your child to do things. Second, don't forget to create a space that is safe and open for honest communication. A lot of that is going to consist of you just sitting back and Listening and being a sounding board for your child. The third thing you're going to do is spend quality time together and make this quality time one on one and very intentional. Always pick an activity that your child's on board with. The fourth thing you're going to do is cultivate trust and respect within your relationship by just being dependable, honest, respectful, saying what you mean, meaning what you say and showing up for them. And lastly, you're going to look at unresolved conflicts and figuring out how to fix that by watching episode 208, How to Mend a Relationship, in case that's something that you might need in order to keep moving forward with your child. I hope that this episode was beneficial to you. I know you can do it. And now for some announcements. Don't forget that the Impactful Parent Support Group is this week. And this is 100% attend from home virtual event. You can choose to join us either on Sunday evenings or Wednesdays at lunch. And our discussion topic changes every week. Now this week, we're gonna be talking about how to raise highly successful kids. So either join us passively where you can just sit back quietly, behind your computer, and take all the information in, or you can join the conversation and ask me questions live. Either way, you're going to get a lot of information on how to raise a highly successful child. So register with the link below. I'll see you on the inside. Thank you for joining me today. Remember that this episode is just a small part of what the Impactful Parent offers. Also available are online courses, parent support groups, coaching services, and the Impactful Parent app. So find out more by going to theimpactfulparent.com and become a more impactful parent by downloading the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and you can carry help and tips and parenting resources right in your pocket. So discover new techniques to make your parenting more effective and get parenting resources that are gonna make your life that much easier. Download the app today. You got nothing to lose. It's free to download. So go to theimpactfulparent.com or your phone's app store. Download the Impactful Parent app. And you can see how you could start stepping up your parenting game to become a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today, so go to theimpactfulparent.com. And see you next episode.